can't get a game for me. Shit, I got some change on me. Look into my eyes, moving it right. I might just pay the fee. She's cash free. She got a wig, making the block free. Cash free. Can't get a game for me. Shit, I got some change on me. Look into my eyes, moving it right. I might just pay the fee. She's cash free. And we're back. Man, welcome back to the second season of One Point Motherfucking Zero. This is the first episode, y'all, and we're back. Coming back across the track once again, my friend. We walked on water. We walked on land. We got kings and queens that want to shake my hand. Who am I? The doctor. Say, man, the new season is on. <clears throat> we got new content. Uh, content. Tonight's show is... uh. It's going to be a mix of uh, subjects, you know. And uh, since the last season, did a little living, you know. Got some uh, new experiences and new things to talk about. So, you know, the first subject is going to be, are you ready to come out of the shadow? You know, we've all, we've all been in somebody's shadow, either whether it was your, your parents Mom, dad, maybe you looked up to your brother, and you, you know, sister. We've always been in somebody's shadow. And I, my own opinion is, um, it's only when you come out of the sh shadow that you really get to learn what you're made of and what you want to be made of, you know? You got to come up out of the shadow of, you know, we have friends, right? And uh, example, you know, is you know, it's a saying, you know, when women go out together, it's always a, you know, an ugly girl with them, you know. And that ugly girl know who she is, and because she's considered that or whatever. You know, the pretty girls that she hang out with might have less respect for. Her. Meaning they might speak to her in a, a ill way because they feel like they're doing her a favor, even letting her hang out with them. You know, she get to hang with the pretty girl. And that's somewhat of a, you know, a positive, supposedly, for that ugly girl. And... <clears throat> She'll live in that shadow just to have friends. She'll be the ugly girl just to have friends. And some of them actually accept that position. You know, when a guy come talk to the pretty girl, it's the ugly girl that jumps in the way. Hey, nigga, you know. Yeah, she got a job. And as ridiculous as it sounds, you know that it's true. So is that a is that a way to live in somebody else's shadow being they ugly girl? You know, I never thought somebody would volunteer to be the ugly girl in a situation, meaning being uh, the lesser friend because the pretty girl is pretty. Period. She might not be intelligent. She might be hood. She might be on stamps. She might be, you know, living, you know, living foul. But she the pretty girl. And automatically that give her a status over the ugly girl. But the ugly girl is educated. She cleans her house well. She maintains herself well. She speaks with a, a level of respect. 
and she has a bank account. She's not receiving any of the public assistance. Her car has all four good tires on it, all changed. And this is the ugly girl, supposedly. So if that same ugly girl just got off from under that shadow, then she'll see the the value that I just spoke, the list that I just spoke of, she'll see the value of that. And then she'll begin to think that she's been, you know, hoodwinked by hanging out with these friends supposedly that were, in her sense, worth being the ugly girl to hang out with. But only if you come up out of the shadow of these type of situations that you'll be able to see the light that's in you. If you're in the shade, you know, how can the sunlight reach you? If you're in the shade of someone, how can the sunlight reach you? You pray, you go to church, you get to asking Jesus for this and that and that there, but you're still in the shadow of somebody else. Afraid to come into the light. If you're already the ugly girl, I mean, what are you afraid for us to see? You know, what we gonna say? What you already know? She sure is ugly. <laughs> no, you don't have to. You don't have to uh, live that that because of the things I named off. That that don't sound like an ugly person to me. That sounds like a responsible person. That sounds like a person that made good choices and continue to make good choices. But because our choice of friends, that's how they'll judge you by something material or something physical, which we are absolutely spiritual beings. So that means we're out of line. The first time that we have an opinion about somebody else, you are absolutely out of line. Because most likely, what you're complaining about is something physical or something material, which is, you know, ridiculous that we make our choices and we uh, choose our friends like that. So, me being a spokesman for the underdog, I'm calling on all you to step out of the shadow of these people. Because most likely you you are the best one out of the group. That's why they constantly beat you down or talk about you, you know, talk behind your back. Because you're not one of them. So if you are in a group of people where you're not supposed to be, you obviously don't fit, then you stick out. And when you stick out, you either uh, draw positive or negative energy. Because you stick out. They're going to ask you questions. They're going to try to get in your business. They're going to try to see what they could find out to use against you. But you maintain the position of being in their shadow. So step out of their shadow. And those good things about you, they'll come to light. You won't have to try. You won't have to, uh, what they call, cloud chase. 
You don't have to do any of that because your light is constantly on. Now they can see you, you know. Now they can appreciate you as a friend because you're unappreciated. And it's because some sort of weird entitlement for people to have somebody who they feel is less than them around. They keep a bunch of them, just a whole crowd of people who they feel are less than. And it's because they don't want to feel less than. It's called beating you to the punch. <laughs> and if they beat you to the punch and you take that position of being less than, whose fault is that? You can't be afraid to step out of the shadow and let who you are come to light. If you continue to live in somebody else's shadow, how can you call that living when your opinion is not your own? When what you like is, you know, what someone else likes. How you behave is someone else's opinion of you and you're afraid of that. And your need for a friend, whether it's a good one or not, is your curse. Now, I'm what you call, uh, what the young folks call, uh, introverted. And it's weird for me, being an entertainer, to be an introvert. Because I don't have a need to have friends. That's what my family uh, supplied to me. Even though my brother is my brother, he's my good friend. Even though my sister is my sister, she's my good friend. Even though my mother is my mother, she's a good mother because we'll never be friends. That's the way, that's the level of you know, superiority, you know, yeah. Even though she'll listen to whatever I say or whatever, we ain't gonna play dominoes together. My father is my father and he's my friend because he's a man. And at some point, you, you know, you gotta start having that relationship. And that's the problem with us, you know, young men nowadays, they don't have that. A lot of them are angry at their dads because the story got crossed up. And he became the uh, villain in the story. Even though that child lived with that mother and seen and heard and smelt, you know, somehow the story was still valid. But what I'm saying is, is that I never had a need to have friends like that. And you would think being an introvert that it's, you lose something by that. But no, you don't. You actually gain that. You gain something by being that way. Because if I had a lot of friends, sure enough, I would have a lot of problems. If I had a lot of friends, sure enough, I would have 
to deal with a lot of opinions. If I had a lot of friends and they didn't have no money, surely I would join that group. So there's a lot of good things that come out of being an introvert. The main thing is that I never uh, stood in a shadow. The people I looked looked up to, you know, were on television. And the other people I looked up to were in my house. But back then, in the 70s and on up, there was a lot of light in the house. Whole lot of talent. Whole lot of competition. In your own house. And it was healthy. Because the aim was, I mean, I ain't in nobody's shadow. I'm Dr. Shep. It's only one of me. And it's only one of me that can do, do what I do. And nobody's shadow is big enough to shave my life. Can you dig it? And you can say the same thing. Just put your name in there. Don't be in nobody's shadow. One thing that the, the, the book says is that trust no man. And if you in the shadow, you trusting him. You out of line. Trust him. Why you trust when you couldn't know? That's a big saying of mine. Trust? Why do that when I can know? The only way you're going to know is to step out of who's ever shadow, of whatever shadow, and come on into the light. The water is good out here. And then you'll begin to not only recognize your power that you've been ignoring, trying to be a part of the crowd, staying in the shadow, you'll start recognizing your power and you'll like it. And then you it'll start to build. Okay? You're not going to be lonely. You're not going to be shunned or anything like that. You're going to be getting with you. And understanding that you are valuable to you. My other saying is that there's no friend like the friend that you can be to yourself. Because when it comes down to it, people will be there for you. But sometimes there are just times where it's just you and you. No matter who gives you advice, no matter who gives you comfort, no, it's you with you. No matter how close they are to you, you still have to deal with you. And the way to do that is to start knowing who you are. Because if you're wearing the same orange hair, red hair, blonde hair, you're wearing the same eyelashes, you're half naked. You dig? You got all these different color fingernails and jewels on them and stuff like that there. How can I tell you from these shades? These shade tree motherfuckers. How can I tell you from them? 
If you are special, how can I tell? If you are talented, how can I tell? Because you hiding in the shade. The motherfuckers ain't, that ain't half your standard. And then if you come out of the shade, it's like it's like a domino effect. Whatever you have to offer the world, you over there chilling in the shade, man. People are dying from cancer, but you won't come out of the shade and be great as you are to get to that person that cures it. People have mental health problems, but you uh, won't rather offer your shit on TikTok than go and help those people that are waiting on you to come up out of the shade, bruh. See how that works? You're not just in, uh, affecting yourself. It's like having the ability to stop something but standing by and watch. And it's you that it's happening to. That's a part of retardation I don't understand. But I urge you to come up out of the shade because we are in a different time. The things that worked three years ago are totally out. If you're still doing things that you were doing three years ago, Come on, man. You need to go throw some water on your face because you still sleep. Wake up. If you're still hanging out with people who are not pushing you and supporting you as you do them, then quietly, peacefully, to the left. Walk on out. And in a way, you'll be getting out of the way of yourself. Get out your self way, cuz. <laughs> cuz, get out your self way, man. And come on out of the come on out of them, come on out of them shadows, man. Them people, them people, uh, you know, your light is your light is in there. Big, small, or in between, you have a light of your own. Why would you want to be in the shadow of others? Why would you want to do what others do? It's old. After somebody do it, it's old. So y'all just going to keep the old shit fresh. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Do it again. Do it. Do it. Do it again. Yeah, that's how y'all is, man. But I dare y'all to come out of the shadow of, of foolishness. They're not doing anything that new that you haven't seen before. So why are you hanging around? I got an adventurous heart, man. I like to go out there. You know, after I've done something and it's beautiful and I see it and some things you want to do again. But when you do them again, it's like watching a movie. If you if you enjoyed it like that, it's always gonna be something new that you missed. It's a good thing about that. But you gotta come out of the shadows to even go and experience that. You know. But you'll jump on a cruise, you know. Or get some ass cruise is what I call them, you know. Come on back and act like ain't nothing happened. You ain't fooling me. You go do that with your friends. But you ain't you ain't really down with that. But you'll go do it with them. 
instead of going somewhere that's peaceful and serene and what you really want to do, burn some candles, go on the beach and have a you know beach fire and sit around and and do what it, what your heart desires instead of what the group desires. You dig? Come out and shadow that shit, man. We are too deep into um, things that are. let's say that are just not predictable. We are in an unpredictable time in our lives. But the thing that you can be solid about is the, the action that you do. The moves that you make, even though this world is unpredictable, don't you be. Now, predictable is where, you know, people can read your, your, your move before you move, you know, because of your mindset. And why the word predictable is a word at all is because you're predictable. We were predictable peoples, and it had to be described. Because we basically do all the same thing. So why are you in somebody else's shadow and we all do the same shit? So come off from under the shadow of these friends, man, that you just hang out with because, I, I, you know, whatever reason. They're not good for your spirit. They're not good for your health. They're not good for your freedom in most cases, in a lot of cases. They're not good for the, the build of, you know, what what you got in your head because you're too busy bootlicking the shadow. Not knowing that you got the answer to what to anything that could be detrimental more than just you and the shadow people. So step up out of the shadow. Begin to uh, uh, understand your powers. Because you, uh, in my opinion, we, we don't have long to be this ignorant. We've been ignorant a while. Yeah, we've been ignorant for a minute. And I think the clock is running out on that. Foolishness, it should be, the foolishness level should be so low at this point but look like when things got very serious we got very foolish and the worse things get the more foolish we get so come up out of the shadows man and and i hope this this reach somebody that that understands completely what i'm talking about If I was on somebody's shadow and didn't step out on my own ten toes and ten fingers and make my own move and set my own uh, style and 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 go work out because I want to look a certain. If I didn't do all that, Doctor Chef wouldn't be.
if I put myself in a place where I'm some I'm coattailing for somebody, and I'm the mother, I'm the man, but I'm coattailing somebody, that would make me look crazy. Because somebody else know just like I know that you have something in you. They knew it I had it in me too. I'm like, what what the hell is you doing that for? What are you, why are you over there? And you can't answer that question. And some people didn't want to answer that question because that would have to make you look at yourself. What's wrong with you? Where you have to be over there. I know you who you are because I see you myself. Yeah. Come on up out of that shadow, man. You don't belong over there. Get your shit together. Come on up out of that shadow. It's good out here. You're melanated. The sun is good for you. You're in darkness of shadow all the time. What you think that's going to make you? Kind of dark. Stop being weird. Come on up out of the shadow. So that was just uh, you know part part one of my my little uh, content tonight. There's so much stuff I want to talk about, man. Um, we got things going on around the world. I like to keep up on. Uh, What's happening? Because we all are involved. Um, I'm not sure, but I think we should. We ought to be going and ga gathering provisions for ourselves for whatever is about to happen. I, I think we are in war. I really do, because of all the uh, movement that's going on around here, and it looks like. Something is getting ready to transpire, and it's going to affect all of us. So I'm, I, I try to put in my uh, warning to people, not so much of a, as a warning, but a reminder to uh, have everything that you need for at least um, a month, if you can, if you can stack that. Meaning food, water, um, uh, first aid kits, kits, generator, flashlights, and uh, um, any kind of uh, non-perishable food. It's time to start getting ready for this here, people, because if you're looking around, if you're really paying attention, things are happening, and we are constantly just like living like um, nothing is going on. I remember back in school, they, told us, they taught us this story about uh, these birds that went extinct. And the reason they went extinct is because they didn't have any fear of uh, human beings. It's called a dodo bird. So I got his name, dodo bird. And what would happen, the dodo bird would walk right up to you and apparently it was good food. So they would whack them right in the head. And they did that until the dodo bird went extinct. So we've been whacked in our head with these lies about history, with these lies about what's what, religion and all this stuff. Okay, now you know that. Now it's time to start uh, getting smart and and get ready for things. Now, 
what I just told you why it's just not for something that's going to happen. It's for hurricane season is coming on us. And then I, I'm giving this information because there are a lot of single mothers now, you know, and there's nobody around to help them or, or let them know that these things are needed. If you are, you know, you're doing the job of uh, a two parent job by yourself. So, get batteries get um get batteries non-perishable food uh, uh uh water as much water as you can okay and if you can afford a generator get you a generator because uh i don't know i don't know what specifically is going to happen but i'm saying that um it's a good possibility that something is going to happen because now they have uh, Mr. Vladimir Putin on the run. His own uh, army is turning against him. Uh, the UN is about to bring Ukraine into the UN. So if you are warring with Ukraine, you're going to be warring with the UN, meaning the U.S. So uh, if that happens, because they're about to go and vote if Ukraine can come into um nato next week as soon as next week and putin has his finger on the same nuclear button that we have over here so this is as close to war as i've ever you know experienced in my lifetime and i'm going to be 52 years old I never felt like something could happen that would actually affect us over here as I do today. Uh, COVID being my point. Never in a million years I thought that COVID would do what it did here and they would blast it and use it to, to get people to put something in their arm that they don't really know what they put in their arm right today, but it's causing issues. I never would, thought I would see some uh, a, a, a uh, promote a practice like that of a whole nation of people, a whole world of people. That was amazing that they came up with something like that in a, in a, in a uh, promotion like they did of it. I've never seen anybody pay somebody to go take any medicine. You know, they got uh, trials. You know where they pay people to try medicine and stuff like that. Yeah, they, they do do that. But for a communicable disease, never. They didn't pay nobody to go get uh, AIDS medicine. They didn't pay nobody to go get cancer medicine. They didn't pay nobody to go get typhoid, yellow fever, uh, the raccoon flu, the chicken flu, pig flu. They didn't pay for none of that shit. So, with these events that's happening, I just feel like we are, we, I think we're in shock more of we're just being ignorant. I think we're in shock. So it's time to come out of shock and start thinking. Because uh, that war might not happen, but something is happening. And it's happening right in front of our faces. Uh, laws have changed. The Hispanics, the Hispanics have a... Uh, uh, 
acted a fool over these laws that have cha changed on them, that making them diff difficult to be Americans, which they were Americans before they were uh, Hispanic um, uh, or Mexicans or, you know, they were Americans and they got pushed back across the border. This place used to be most of them, Texas and California specifically. So, If they could, if that could happen sometime in history, and they say history does nothing but repeat itself, and if that is true, which it is, because there there's nothing new up under the sun, you should start calling and foreseeing these issues. You should start preparing for these issues. We are not, um, we are not in uh, the good times of where we come from. We're not in party city no more. We're not, you know, we're not even the people that we were three years ago. Everybody's angry or, or scared or, you know, just on edge. Everybody's armed. We haven't, there's never been a time where this it, it bypasses the '60s, and you know a lot of people were doing dope then. There's never been a time where so many people were on medicine, you know, mental health medicine or this kind of medicine or that kind of medicine. America is nothing but a, you know, a pill house, a drug house, a trap house. Yeah, that's what we all hear. And it's just time to start preparing yourself for what you've been numbed from so many years, so many decades. It's time to start seeing the play. Everything is high. Everything. But do you think that anybody's made any kind of move to even... The, uh, the financial gap in between what food costs now and the cost of living or um, being paid to be able to afford that food and your utilities and your automobile and your medical and, you know, food is higher than a car note now. I don't know what food was like on the list of things that are, you know, prioritized. What's high, what's the most, you know, what costs the most? The house would probably be first, you know, then the car, okay, then probably the light bill. Then probably if you got a big place, it's, it's, it's up in the air if it's the water bill or the food. If you have children, then the list gets longer. Clothes, the food doubles. They don't pay you like that. They don't pay you, let's say, $13 compared to $25. The $13 if you're single and you're just coming out of college, the $25 would be if you got five kids. They don't pay you like that. 
you go in with five kids and you're making the same money that the teenager just came out of college with no kids and make. That's ridiculous. And I was talking to uh, a very, very good friend of mine today, and they have this program called the uh, the ACP program, Affordable Connectivity Program. And it's government-backed. And that's where you can have your cell phone bill paid. You don't have to pay no cell phone bill, or you don't have to pay for home internet service, Wi-Fi. One or the other, you could choose to spend the ACP uh, certificate on. And I started thinking to myself, why would the government think I need a goddamn cell phone or some Wi-Fi and I ain't got no food? Or I ain't got no lights? Or my, I'm behind on my rent? Why y'all didn't give us something to help us with those things that are very, very important? And I thought about it, and it's like, because they want us to keep looking at the telephone. They want us to keep looking at the television. They want you to continue to stay distracted, and shit, they say it's on us. Distraction for everybody. Samsung over here, iPhone over there, Infinity for you, and and AT&T for you. It's all free. You watching motherfucking... New movies, hungry than a motherfucker. All your lights go out. Oh, while you're watching the movie, a motherfucker pulled up and, and took your car off because you're behind on your, your... It's crazy. And then when you figure it out, that's what's going on. And you keep thinking that these people are not uh, intentionally making these moves against the society. So with that said... <clears throat> at least wake up for a few minutes to go get those provisions that you're going to need. And even you, if you don't use them today, tomorrow, whatever, you will be prepared. That's the good thing about it. Something happens, you're not going to have go run to Walmart and scramble and fight just to not find what you need. You can spend that time doing something else. So just keep that in mind. If you're listening tonight, just keep that in mind. Write that list down. <clears throat> Man, <clears throat> I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all uh, had a uh, scene over the weekend, 4th of July weekend. <laughs> this is funny to me, and it's also serious. You know, I try to do both, funny and serious. My main man, Ben and Jerry's, the ice cream company, Fourth of July weekend, they put a tweet out, and it's a uh, it was a uh, very surprising to for, for me first of all to see that, and uh, what Ben and Jerry's them said was that basically uh, America is celebrating um, this Independence Day all the while while celebrating on stolen land that they really need to give back to the indigenous people. 
And basically, he was like saying, black people, y'all constantly having barbecues and y'all celebrate, you know, kind of like more than they do to, you know, because they stole y'all land and they give y'all firecrackers and barbecues and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, Ben and Jerry them got the fuck down. <laughs> and this is the second time somebody then got down that wasn't of the melanated race. You did? Now, the, well, I take that back. Mex Mexican got melanin. I take that back. Okay. The Mexican got down first. Hispanics got down first. In Florida, they said they wasn't going to work. Fuck y'all, we out of here. And they left. That's something we said that we were going to do. Now here is Mr. Ben and Jerry. Mr. Good-Ass Ice Cream himself. I guess he done made enough money off people now. Because you know they're going to try to cancel it. But my thing is, when when somebody comes out of that, of that nature, a company, and to me, it wasn't being an opportunist for them to do so. You know, uh, George Floyd, them, all that happened a while back. You know, Ben and Jerry's them ain't said nothing. But everybody was saying something. Hell, the whole Black Lives Matter organization was birthed off the death of that man. You know. So everybody was jumping on the bandwagon. Ben and Jerry, them, said nothing. Now, what I appreciate about it is they waited to say something while none of that was happening on a, on a scale to where, you know, it was publicized on the news and all that. They came out and said it when I felt like it was a good time. And to me, the statement was on point. Absolutely on point. But white folks is hot as that. They real hot about it. They asked them, Ben and Dreary, what do you want us to do? Go back to England? Shit, that's a good idea to me. They, they got room. You know. Hell the queen, the queen don't live don't live in her room nobody no more. Somebody can stay in there. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble talking about the queen. Uh yeah, but it's an opening over there. <laughs> it's an opening over there. One of y'all can go and take us her, her spot. You know. And uh if if this war happened, it's gonna be a lot of openings. So y'all can go back over there. Hell, y'all gave uh Ukraine four hundred billion dollars. I'm pretty sure they're gonna build some apartments with some of that money. Y'all can go over there since y'all care about them so much. We got it over here. I'm pretty sure y'all know that since we built this whole motherfucker. I'm pretty sure we 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 okay without y'all. Y'all wanna go back, you know. You know. Because y'all was okay with Negroes talking about go back to Africa. Some of y'all yelled that to us. Go back to Africa, Negro. Okay, well, turns out this is Africa. So what the hell is you talking about? It you know, when when the when the earth shifts, it just split us apart from it. But this is Africa. That's why you got pyramids in the you know, in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. You find all the giants, the Nephilims, they lived over here. Yeah. Dropping some knowledge tonight. So, yeah, the Ben and Jerry's came out and spoke up, man. And when somebody does that, even though they might have not been involved, I don't know if they were involved or not, that it would have be some research if they gave to 
black organizations and all this type of nature, you know, did things for the community and all that. I don't know if they did that or not, but it's always a good starting point. And to me, that was a hell of a good start to put your business and your livelihood on the line to speak up like that. Yeah. I don't know if it was for publicity or Ben and Jerry's them ice cream is going down or they ready to gain some black customers because they know I think that's the way the world is going now. The world is turning black, so eventually y'all going to have to start catering to that taste. And that's just, that's just even though with the attempt to uh, birth control our race, which... Uh, those letters are the biggest birth control out right now. Them LGBTQRS letters. That is the biggest birth control out right now. And even though they are doing that to us, we still are in large numbers. Okay. So they continue to try other ways. But we won't, you know, we'll, that's another that's another podcast, and we will speak on that. But um, we 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 have to uh, understand that when somebody speaks up like like that, we have to support them. Whether as as of now, I think their intentions were good. As long as I think their intentions were good, I support that. And I only support that. It's a step. It's a step that a lot of companies need to make, because a lot of these companies are actually companies that have slave money invested in that company that has been there for years. So that slave dollar has generated so many millions of dollars, Lord. And y'all still won't even recognize that y'all stole it? You still won't recognize that this land, you won't even say that, hey, this land was not ours. Y'all won't even say that. One thing about what I respect about Australia that I learned through my friend that uh, they give praise to the indigenous people of that land. And they actually thank them for allowing them to visit and work and make a living there. Ain't that ain't that great? Now that is great. Just imagine if I walk down, you know, walk down the street and a white person say, hey, hello, uh, Negro man. I just want to thank you for allowing me to live here on your land. It's a beautiful place. You understand? And I just want to stop and thank you for that. Man, what kind of world would it be then? What kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, they'll thank us so much, you know, we start getting attitude. You know how you eat and somebody walk up to your table and want to talk. It's like, hey, man, uh, now I can't, you know, I appreciate you now, but I'm having dinner. You thank me after I get through with my food and you see me walking outside. <laughs> Yeah, man. But I imagine that it would change the environment a little bit. But we can't get that. We can't get that because they got to uphold the line that they found this place and 
whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop so on so on so on so on but that's the second time that somebody has taken our ideas and made a move on them. We don't own Ben and Jerry's. We don't stand millions and millions of dollars to lose. He do dope. And old Ben and Jerry came out and spoke live. I advise y'all to go and look it up. I mean, that boy came real. Y'all doing all this partying on this stolen land? Y'all didn't get them people they shit back. And that's basically how he said it. That's why I love this. <laughs> they man, y'all popping these firecrackers, jumping around, drinking whiskey and shit, and most of y'all on boats and yachts and shit, and these niggas in their yard barbecuing and shit. They don't even have a car. And y'all celebrate on all this people stolen land, man. Y'all need to get them people they shit back. <laughs> Go on, Ben and Jerry. <laughs> Man, I wanna I wanna drink a Miller highlight with you and play some dominoes with you. If you you know, hit me up on my email, Ben Jerry, because I'm down with you. Fuck the bullshit, I'm down with you. Now I'm gonna show you how to play some spades. You know, you gotta get your card right. We gonna watch the map. You understand me? <laughs> we gonna watch the five heartbeats. You understand me? And we gonna watch Boys in the Hood. That's gonna be your first program, Ben and Jerry. Both of y'all can come. And uh, we're going to hang out, man. And uh, smoke a little weed, you know. Listen to some Snoop. Listen to a little DOC. Tribe Called Quest, you know. And then it, we, you know, I ended off with some uh, KRS-One. You definitely got to have some KRS-One in public in it. So y'all holler at Dr. Shep when y'all want to hang out, me and Jerry. And uh, I think we can mix some, some Hennessy with some of that ice cream. So y'all holler at me, man. <laughs> Cause y'all fit. I'm finna go find me a Ben and Jerry t-shirt. Yeah. And I'm gonna suggest that y'all name an ice cream saying, get them people they shit back with macadamia nuts sprinkled on in the M&M's. <laughs> ah, shit. Oh, Ben and Jerry have got down, man. You hear me? Man, I, I, I have been I have been laughing since I seen it. And I've been laughing at the reaction of white folks. White folks is upset. And it's kind of like a, a guilty upset, you know. Like what what he wants us to do? What what he wants y'all to do? Bitch, say that y'all stole our shit. And slowly start to give our shit back. Or if you ain't gonna give it back, slowly to trickle that money down that you made off this land that you stole. There's several things we can do. We can do a payment plan, but I'd rather have all my money up front. There ain't no telling what happened to you, you people. You understand me? So, uh, I'm totally down with Billy Jerry. I'm going to get me a t-shirt. And I don't even actually think that I ever had any Billy Jerry's ice cream. But I am going to go support him. Yes, I am. I'm going to give me some Ben and Jerry's because that, that boy came live. I mean, w when he uh, posted it, he should have had Public Enemy playing behind him. Who stole the soul? Yeah, it should have went down like that. So, Ben, Jerry, 
if y'all need somebody, a face of y'all campaign, y'all holler at Dr. Chef. And uh, I'm coming right through. It ain't going to cost you much. Or you can know, you can donate to my favorite, you know, organization, which is me. So, uh, man, I have, I'm, I'll be back in the saddle, man. And I, I've missed y'all. And if we have any new followers, uh, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all welcome. Thank you for chiming in. Thank you for liking. Thank you for subscribing. I have totally missed y'all, but man, I've had so much fun since uh, we last talked to each other. And I've had a few bad experiences. You know, somebody stole my car, stole old Billy Jean. We are we out on the hunt for. So, but ain't nothing, ain't nothing gonna stop a stepper. You know what I mean? I still got a smile on my face, and I'm still having a time of my life. And I'm having a time of my life with you here on One Point Motherfucking Zero, baby. We're back. This is the first show of the second season. And on this season, we're going to actually bring in guests. Can you dig it? You know, I think y'all ready. And uh, we're going to have uh, Miss Tasha, my, my co-worker here at uh, podcasting. And uh, we're going to have... Uh, one of my other podcast brothers, we're going to chime in with each other and do a little duo. And we hope y'all enjoy that. We we're, we're still have merchandise. Uh, if y'all want to get t-shirts, hats, or anything of that nature, please let me know. Uh, the show will be airing like it always have on Friday at uh, 8 o'clock. So y'all start uh, chiming in a little early. Come on in. And uh, I look forward to this season. I look forward to bringing y'all all the uh, up-to-date information on what's up. And I'm going to always tell you some good shit here at the doctor's office, you dig? You know, when you come to see me, you're going to leave feeling better than you did when you came. Can you dig it? Man, I'm so glad that we're back for this second season, I just I'm so full of uh, subjects to talk about. I'm just trying to moderate myself, just uh, ease us back into the tempo that we were on, which you know, which is always on ten. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just looking forward to seeing more uh, members and people uh, joining the group and supporting uh, one point motherfucking zero here on. Uh, on uh, Black Earth Inc. Can you dig it? And uh, I want to thank uh, my uh, producer Q. She's uh, in the house with me uh, constantly and uh, doing a good job on, on uh, keeping us live and looking good and sounding good. And uh, um, the next show will be my birthday show. Yes, it will. My birthday is July the 12th. And I will be celebrating with y'all here at one point motherfucking zero. Now, that day, we are actually going to party for for an hour here on one point zero. We might go longer than that. Because that's, you know, special birthday show deserve two hours. You know, it'll be a lot of, you know, talking shit, drinking good, smoking good, uh, talking about shit, dancing, music. We're going to do all that for my birthday on one point motherfucking zero. I don't know if I'll be here in the studio or I'll be out there. 
uh, barbecuing or whatever I'll be doing, I'll be broadcasting live for my birthday show. Uh, July the 12th, I think it's on uh, Wednesday, I believe. So we'll be doing it that Friday. So y'all remember that. Uh, unless I just decide to do it on my actual birthday, but I would rather wait on Friday so we can keep our schedule going. And, uh, so y'all get ready for that. Cause, uh, I'm going to freestyle all the way through it. I ain't gonna have like no main subjects. This is going to be my birthday. You know how, you know how I go with somebody's birthday. And then I'm, I'm, I'm in my fifties now. So every birthday is important, which you only really have one. So I'm not celebrating my birthday. I'm celebrating the day I got here. And it just so happened to have a number on it, which is the 12th of July. So that's that's how we wrote it with that. And I want y'all to tune in for that show, man, because, uh, you know, I'm going to try to have some of my family around, some of my friends around, the few that I have. And uh, we all just going to be kicking it. And I'll get them in on whatever conversation that we uh, bring up. So I look forward to that. I'm very excited about it. I'm happy that I made it another year of my life. So I plan to celebrate that with y'all here on One Point Motherfucking Zero. And you dig it. So uh, next week will be the second show. And I plan to have a guest. Uh, I'll keep you informed on who it is. You know, you'll check out uh, my Facebook page on Facebook. And if you are just, this is your first time chiming in, uh, you can uh, catch the One Point Motherfucking Zero podcast on all the podcast genres. Spotify, uh, iHeart, YouTube, and Facebook, and a few others. So if you can't get me here uh, on Riverside, you can get me on Facebook. You can get me on YouTube. You can get me on Spotify. And you can get me on iHeart for sure. So keep that in mind. And man, y'all keep uh, living and keep loving. And I've enjoyed you tonight. So coming back across the track once again, my friend. I've walked on water. I've walked on land. I got kings and queens that want to shake my hand. Who am I? The doctor. Take one of these and call me in the morning. Peace and love, y'all. Can't get a game, shit I got some change on me Look into my eyes, move 